0: Hello, and welcome to the first season of On The Couch with Talk, and I'm your host, Christine. Our question for this season is, who taught you how to be a man? And in our first episode, I sat down with 29-year-old Oren, and we discussed how despite his mother stepping in, there were still some things he wished a man had taught him. So sit back and listen on. Oh. And make sure to follow us on Instagram too, at Pentalk UK. Okay, brilliant. All right, so we're just going to jump straight into the questioning then. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be a man?
1: Um, For me, it's more about, like I said, um, responsibility and accountability. Being able to be um, accountable for your actions in society and um, also being able to take care of your family and take care of your responsibilities to the best of your abilities. That's what
0: okay. I think. Yeah. And did you have a father or at least a father figure growing up?
1: Um, Between the time when I was born, between the time I was born and 10, um, I was with my mother. And then obviously my mother then remarried. Um, but I dev- I've never, I guess, even with someone being in the house, a male figure in the house doesn't necessarily mean that it's a male figure in your life. So... Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a t- for me it's a bit of a tricky question to ask i mean sorry a tricky question to answer so i guess um i would say no because even between 11 and 15 i was in boarding school so i feel that for the first 15 years i never really had that and i've I've never really had that till maybe i got into my 20s and um, i met a mentor and things like that and that's when I really felt like I had a, a father figure that's when I really felt it
0: did you then feel that you were playing catch-up with the rest of the men around you
1: I, I felt I'd already been playing catch-up since I was a uh, since well to an extent but you can't really play catch-up if you already learned everything or learn from your mistakes or learn from your experiences you know I never had um, it was my mom that taught me how to ride a bike it, you know, it was the boarding house that taught me how to wash my clothes, to iron, to be to the male grooming, things like that. No man taught me that, you know. Um, it was either I learned it or my mum taught me, you know. My manners were from my mom, my being able to, to clean up after myself, um, being polite, um, how to treat people in general. These were all from my mum, to be honest. And then to ride a bike, to do this, to do that all from my mum
0: and did that make you feel inadequate and like at any time at all yeah,
1: loads of times because because there was even a point where i started to think to myself and i know it might it might um spark some sort of greek mythology but there was a time in my head where i thought i was molded in the womb explain what what i mean is that there was no man that was involved in my in in me being born because okay in my mind I thought I must have just been molded in the womb and came out because clearly nobody wants to even take responsibility for me from the day of my birth till now you know when I first had that thought in my head so to me
0: and how old were you when you when
1: um you, like, it was in my remember? teens it was in my teens really maybe even Seventeen, eighteen, obviously, um there was some sort of talk and engagement with my biological father, but even then I was just like, Whatever, you know, because in my mind I just sort of felt like the times when I needed you really needed you in terms of growing up, in terms of knowing what my body's going through, or being a man in the real world, how to have courage, how to have discipline, all those things, you weren't there to teach me. So, yeah.
0: Could you? Would you mind giving us an example of any time where you felt inadequate as a man, like you weren't really stepping up to your plate? Um, um
1: there, there, there hasn't really been a time because my mom's always been on my back. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, but I guess maybe, um, I would say my early twenties, late teens, just my, my my, I guess my conduct, and my engagement with women. Probably not because i I've been very fortunate because um, I've been very fortunate because my intentions have always been known, but I think if I had more if I had more guidance or more help, I wouldn't have allowed certain things to have been done with me or to have been done to me and at the same time I wouldn't have also behaved in a certain way towards people in general if I had that father figure in my life I think
0: okay and what would you have done differently then or what do you think a father figure in your life would have taught you differently I think Um,
1: I think um discipline I think the importance of having goals um some sort of financial literacy the importance of provision providing for your family um why a man has to learn to take the brunt, to take responsibility, to be accountable, um, to never shy away or run away from responsibility. Just things like that, and I felt like I had to learn that from what society was saying, and how to how to be tough. You know, um, I think it's important that a father should be there when. Their son is going through a tough time and a good time and to show them how to manoeuvre and get through it rather than your son always feeling alone. I think for me personally, that's what I think should have occurred.
0: How did you then deal with like the feeling of being all alone in this big bad world, no one to help you navigate? Well, obviously you had your mother, but outside of your mother no one to really help you navigate life how did you deal with that
1: um I just I I had to to make decisions based on the morals that had been ingrained in me and I always I just had to make decisions based on what I thought was right and sometimes it made me feel weak and sometimes I would always obviously I turned to religion obviously I'm a Christian and turn to prayer because sometimes I will always think in this situation is a man meant to be tough and upright and strict in this situation or is he meant to be more empathetic or sympathetic in this situation is he meant to be courageous and strong or is he meant is he will he come will I come across as a snowflake if I respond like this will I come across as a simp or as someone who you know, doesn't even know his own manhood. So it's it's tough. It's tough. It's like it's like if you if you relate with women too much, you know, men will think you're effeminate. And if you don't know how to conduct yourself with 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 women, it's like, are you gay? So it's 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 a tricky one, to be honest.
0: So let's unpack that a bit. So you mentioned that, um Obviously, you were dealing with different conceptions of manhood in your head, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you perceive manhood?
1: Um. I mean, for me, I still just perceive. I still perceive it as you. I guess taking care of your responsibilities. Um, to an extent, I believe it's about standing up for what you think is right. Um, upholding a sense of, of of character and integrity and honour and um, representing your community or your part of society the best way you can, in the right way.
0: Okay. But you touched on, like, you know, feelings of feeling, I guess, deep... deep demasculised Demasculized? is that even a word E-mascul- but like do you ever feel like emasculated oh,
1: because... yeah. um, um, I felt I felt emasculated based just based on how maybe I've al- what I've allowed other men to say to me or what other men have done to me in terms of treatment or what some women have said to me or whatever you know sometimes when you when you don't when you're not sure about your masculinity or you don't know which direction it should go it's easy for it to cause an insecurity in yourself
0: yeah so I guess you've touched on a bit about society's role in in forming your masculinity um but how else did you learn? And you also talked about your mother, but how else did you learn? Was um, it through experience? Were there certain scenarios that you were was, like actually? It
1: was through experience, but also I used to watch a lot of T V. And I used okay. to watch all these shows and things like that. And I always used to look at what how the male characters used to behave. And then I would just look into I guess society or in the the world and just be like who can you emulate who is upright who is upstanding you know when I was in boarding school there was a a guy um and I'm still friends with him now and he he was um he was like a school father that's what we used to call them someone who would somewhat is much older than you and would guide you and would help you get through school and he was so upright in his conduct, in his behavior academically, you know, men respected him, women respected him, teachers liked him, housemasters loved him. And I was just like, this is the way one, a man is supposed to conduct himself because that was one of the first examples out there, you know, someone, yeah, for me. And then um, I guess through my teens, there was nobody. I just had to stand my ground based on what I believed in. I had to just stand my ground. I didn't have no sense of direction, so when friends would say oh, you should do this, oh you're 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 a waste, man, you're this, you're that. I just had to stand my ground. I just had to stand my ground and hope that, you know, in my own way, maybe I'm I'm being a man.
0: So was your housemaster, I guess, the template for you going forward?
1: Um, my school father was my school father was my housemaster was just the person who was in charge of two hundred or three hundred boys, you know. But but for me, it was it was um my school father who became the template, and then later on, I then just thought to myself, if if I really believe in X Y Z or blah blah blah, I'm just gonna stand by it.
0: And that's how you created masculinity for yourself?
1: Yeah. Or that's how
0: you defined it?
1: Yeah. Not to say that was the right way, because obviously yeah. um, when I look back, the way I conducted myself, you know, I guess in certain situations were not always the right thing. I haven't always done the right thing. And sometimes it's because I didn't know the right thing to do or what I thought was okay then I wouldn't think is okay now. You know, um, it wasn't just about how I spoke to people; it was more about how I let people talk to me.
0: Okay. And. Um, so it's a two-way thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, when it comes to, I think sometimes the very center of manhood can be respect, but other people can translate that as pride, and then other people. Um, sort of exaggerate that pride and then it becomes ego and I never wanted to do that but I felt that in some in some situations I had to do that because it was just like if I didn't have some sort of ego other men would happily walk all over me which which is something that I know how it feels and it's something I couldn't accept
0: so how did you check yourself so obviously like you've said there are extremes of of pride extremes of respect is pride or ego Mm -hmm. how did you check your masculinity were there times when you saw yourself slipping into like an egotistical version of yourself
1: yeah because um I think I think it's because um some sometimes I would check it it would slip based on how much rage I felt after an incident had happened um, okay. I would check it based on, did I feel disrespected? Did I feel less than the man I was before this situation occurred? And also, um, I think the ego thing just sort of, it just, it, I checked it in a sense of, does my mindset think I am better than other men out there? Do I walk around thinking there is no man that is my equal? And there have been times when it's been tempting to think like that, because as a man, it's it's nice. There's a weird feeling to it. Oh, this guy's not better than me. This guy can't even be in the same room as me. He doesn't have my confidence. He's not as tall. He's not as strong. He's not as intelligent as I am, or he's intellectually insecure, or he doesn't have this amount of money, or he doesn't have this amount, this swag. He doesn't have this way just different things can boost the ego you know and I just had to check just to think overall do I think I'm better than anyone else the moment I think I'm better than anyone else and I'm living like I'm better than anyone else that's when I used to think nah go back to the drawing board this is not this is not you this is somebody
0: else okay um so do you think there's a heavy burden on black men in particular? Um, That's the first half of the question. The second half of the question is, do you think that burden is considered carefully by society, um, especially black women, or do you think it's often neglected? So we'll do of the first half of the question. Okay. So the first half of the question is, do you think there is a heavy burden on black men in particular? I'm saying black men in particular because obviously yes. you're a black men. Yes,
1: um, so, there, there, yeah. there is. There is because because um, so, so many of, of, and permit me to say our forebears, you know, so many of our forebears failed um, in terms of fatherhood. You know, somebody told me a stat once upon a time about how a lot of the black men in prison, they come from single parent background. And often the single parent is the mother and the fathers are absent. And so now I feel more than ever, because traditionally the man has always been looked at as the provider, but due to his absenteeism, women have had to step up to the plate and to take their role as well as their own. When black men are coming up now, it's just, it's, it's, it's almost like there is a, a magnifying class to be like, to say, are you going to be anything like your forebears or are you going to be different and so the, the burden is there because a lot of young men are trying to run before they can walk they want to live lifestyles that they believe will attract women that they believe will gain them respect blah 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 and what happens is that that burden can lead them into different directions you know there's a saying of if the right sort of pressure you create a diamond, and the wrong sort of pressure will land you in prison. And a lot of these black black men, they are they are being burdened and they're being pressured into doing particular things, despicable things. And so it's it's difficult because out of that burden, we're meant to come out good, we're meant to come out on top, we're meant to come out okay. And um, it doesn't always. It doesn't always turn out that way. Um, so the second part of your question. Yeah. Has that been considered? No. No, it hasn't. It hasn't been because I don't I don't think I don't ever think that um the burden is if if it been if it had been considered, I think there would be a lot more careful language used by black women regarding black men. I think.
0: Okay. What have you heard in the past that's made you?
1: No, it's the usual. I think I've even said it on 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 the Bola Social. It's the it's the same. It's it's um. I guess it's just the the narrative how black men behave or how a certain sect of black men behave. You know, they're trash, they're garbage, or whatever. That that, I don't know. I think. The consistency of, of the negative connotations of black men is much more than the positive connotation of black men. Does that make no, sense? Okay. And I think that, I think that um, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say they haven't been valid valid in using those those terms. It's just that, you know, how much, <laughs> how much? What, what what do you want? You know, how much more, do you, what how are we expected to feel? You know, what are we expected to say in response to that? You know, society. And you made is... an
0: interesting point. Sorry, oh, sorry. to go cut on. you off. No, go on, go on. Go you on. made You made a really interesting point about um, black men who move out any direction because of the burden that's placed on them, um, and they haven't been able to cultivate manhood for themselves. That's why they move aimlessly, trying to look for you know, different ways to garner respect. Um, And that just comes back to our point about um, who taught you how to be a man. Um, Do you think there is an issue within the black community with regards to an absentee of black men or black fathers?
1: Do I think there's an issue with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Because what happens is that a lot of black boys then try to define what they think masculinity is. I
0: should rephrase. I should rephrase. Oh, go on. Do you think that, because there's a lot of like, the narrative is that, you know, we do have a lot of black boys being raised by single parents. Do you believe the narrative to be true? And what do you think the what? implications of of that setting, not raising, not growing up with a father figure in your life?
1: Um. So what basically, that.
0: On their understanding of manhood.
1: So let me, let me understand the first bit, that the narrative that a lot of black boys are being raised by single mothers is true. Do I think it's true? Yeah. Yes, I do. I do think it's true. I, th- okay. I think it's true based on my experience at school. I think it's true based on my experiences at uni. I think it's true based on my experiences in the workplace. Um, I think it's true based on the conversations I've had on the football fields, on the playing fields. Um, And then, yeah, yeah, I think it's true. I think it's true.
0: And um, I guess the implications of that are men who don't know how to cultivate their manhood or men who don't know how to navigate, like you've said.
1: Yes, because what happens is that a a lot of young boys try to navigate manhood from there and then it becomes hit and miss. Some of them navigate in the right way. They grow up well. They grow up fine. That's cool. And some of them don't navigate in the right way. Some of them think manhood is about promiscuity. The more women I sleep with, the more of a man I am. Some some of them think I'm a man because I'm 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 providing by any means necessary, even if it's illegal. You know, which is which is not really provision per se. It's just provision slash self sabotage because that's what you're doing. So it's 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 one of those those things where I feel that. Uh, even though a woman may be able to raise a man you feed him you clothe him you say this is left this is right this is how you read it's how you, you don't he cannot be a man without another man being there to help him it's not possible it is not possible between the ages of 11 and 15 and this is just in my perspective or between the ages of 10 and 16 right those years a man is needed and if and The boy needs to be able to know what it means to be masculine and masculine energy. And a woman can only define masculinity through her own femininity, what she understands. But because she is not obviously a man, a male, there's only that much she can, you know, there's only that much she can essentially, you know, teach him, you know. And there are certain themes and characteristics that you may be able to tell a boy, but I, f- I feel that there needs to be a man there who embodies that, you know, who 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 lives that and for, and for that boy to be able to see that daily and to say, "Oh, there's someone that looks like me that that maybe to an extent thinks like me or sees things the way I see things." And that will help me to to navigate this world, you know. I think I think that's very key in my opinion.
0: And just so everyone's on the same page, um masculine energy, what does that mean?
1: Um let me let me the, the, the essence of being a man, like embodying the importance... Give us a
0: practical example.
1: So for instance, and this is not to, this is not to, um, I'll give you an example. Um, taking, I guess it's very traditional, but okay. being, being there to provide for your family, the importance of providing for your family, the importance of, of I guess, um, treating women with respect. You know, it's one thing for a woman to tell a young boy, you need to learn to treat women with respect, blah, blah, blah. But it will be another thing if he sees a man treating his mother with respect. Does that make sense? So it it means, you know, not falling into the stereotypes that society has placed on you, the black man. You know, making sure that you follow through on your responsibilities, you're accountable wherever you need to be accountable. And um, I guess also what I mean by masculine energy is having a sense of pride, having right. a sense of self-respect. You know, not doing, be, being, knowing how to stand up for yourself. Because obviously, men are men. There are that we can be boisterous, we can be playful. Um, we love a bit of horseplay. Blah blah blah. I'm not saying every what's single man play? loves horseplay. I'm not saying
0: what's horseplay.
1: As in rough play now, like wrestling and you, know, <laughs> okay. you, you put this boy in a headlock and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, I'm not saying every single boy is, is like that because I know that there are some boys who they never enjoyed the playing fields. They preferred the pen and paper. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that being able to, to, to for him to embody whoever he is, whoever he is, and still be secure. In himself, yes, yes. So, if he decides, if if a, if an eleven-year-old boy says he likes poetry, or he likes to dance, or he likes to write, and he likes to do this, and all his pals all wanna, they wanna do wrestling, they wanna play football, they wanna play, they wanna do karate, they wanna do this, he shouldn't um, feel maybe less of a man or lesser than young band than anybody else does that make sense okay. or not
0: yeah I think it makes sense yeah it makes you sense. know
1: like like because I know that there are people who look at some people differently because they engage in maybe this particular thing non-conventional or, or,
0: sports yeah, yeah
1: exactly exactly so I think that's that's what I, I was trying to get at
0: okay I guess to round up then um what are the things that you would want to pass on to your sons?
1: Um, Oh, to, to my heirs, to my baby boys in the future. Um, (laughs) um, to have courage. Um, never be afraid to speak your mind. As long as you're convicted that what you're saying is righteous. Um, do what you can to defend those weaker than yourself. um, Especially women, defend women, respect your mother, honor your father, um, and d- protect yourself at all times. But um, most most importantly, I guess, have a mind of your own. You know, learn to be stubborn, but and, and learn to be stubborn. Yeah, because because. <laughs> Between, like I said, between the ages of 11 and 16, a lot of guys just did things because their friends were doing it.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Oh, do you want to join a gang? Yeah, go on then. Oh, do you want to smoke weed? Yeah, go on then. At 11, 12. Do you want to take a sugar? Oh, go on then. Do you want to drink? Yeah, go on then. There has to be some sort of stubbornness where 10 of your friends say this and you say, no, I want to go this way. I want to do it that way. You know? So I think that's what I meant by stubbornness. By, by stubbornness. Stubborn. Yeah.
0: And is there anything specific? Because those, those traits that you outlined could be passed on to daughters as well, I guess. Um, but is there anything specific to your childhood, especially growing up without a father figure per se? Is there anything specific that you feel like you lost out on that you'd want to for sure, for sure? Um, um, yeah,
1: sense? yeah. Um, so my mum taught me how to read. When I was a child, okay. she had the whole Disney book thing. So we used to do. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have Aladdin? <laughs> I had Aladdin and Little Mermaid. It banged. I had it, a it banged, I had everything. You know, and she used to sit at the bedside reading me that, and I and I for for, for some reason I wish if I had a dad they would have alternated it. I wish it was a a dad that taught me, um, um, how to ride a bike. I wish it was a dad that was that decides when I was when I made the football team and I came home excited but my mom didn't get it because well it didn't mean anything to her. You know I wish <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I wish my I wish my dad had, had taken me out to football in primary school or to show me how to dress and to show me how to do a tie or to show me how to iron to show me how to wash my own clothes to show what me what about more. your
0: emotions?
1: Um I think for me Most importantly when I was younger was just to have to have courage, man. To be brave, to to not be afraid, to not be afraid, especially of anyone or anything. I think that's the most important thing a man can teach his son. That whoever it is that you know teach your sons to be proud of who they are and to be tough. So anyone who puts their hands on you, you push them back. Anyone anyone tries to slap you, you slap him back. No, not because because to incite violence, but it's just one thing I've noticed is that if one boy slaps you in school and you don't do nothing, another boy would do it. And another boy would do it. And then from then on, you just got punk across your forehead for the whole world to see. You know? I wish I would. I so you wish, wish
0: you had a father who would have been, yeah, who would have than, instilled that bravery in
1: you. Yeah, rather than me having to learn the tough way and, oh, don't hit me back, or I'm going to tell. And that never worked. And it was only when I had my first fight in school, I was just like, rah. Like, I didn't enjoy fighting him, but there was a need in me to do it anyway. Okay you know so it's just I and think it's important. Would you
0: connect I guess I guess then are you because I asked about your emotional needs and if your father if you wish you had a father to fulfill your emotional needs so would you then say that bravery was kind of connected to an emotion in you or is that how you I don't know understood I, I, like an emotional need I,
1: I, yeah because to me I see bravery even though it's a characteristic it's 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 um an emotion, I feel, that comes out of an, another another emotion. So you need bravery in the in the presence of fear, isn't it? You mm-hmm. need to be brave in a situation where you're probably scared or it's scary. And I just feel that in a in, in situation where I was scared, all I did was just remain scared. All I did was mm-hmm. just remain, you know, full of fear. And then... What that does is that it breaks you down. It really breaks you down because you can't be your full self because you're always afraid, you know. And it took years, years to get rid of that feeling. I think the only way I was able to get rid of it was when I was when 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 I was in boys when I happened to be alone, you know. But for me, it's for me personally.
0: That's what you wish a man would have done for you.
1: Yeah. If there's any one thing to instill pride, courage, bravery, if there's any one set of or group of things, that's it. Anything else, anything else, I would have been fine. If there's one thing they said between 11 and 15, or between the day you were born and 16, this is what I'm going to teach you. Oh, sweetheart, I'll be on top of the world. I'll be on top of the world. Because
0: okay.
1: I would have, I would have run with that. I would have run with that everything else i would have learned but that oh gosh a man that has pride and that isn't afraid trust me that's one head of a man
0: so that was it our first ever episode of on the couch with pentalk and we tried to keep it to half an hour because that's the aim every week so you don't get bored and if you want to be in a podcast episode just let us know dm us on instagram at pentalk uk i'm christine and i've been your host and you can follow me on twitter and instagram at i am crow that's i a m